0: Welcome to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Whether you're a backyard gardener, a market gardener, or a small scale farmer just starting out or a seasoned grower, this show is for you. Join us as we share tips and tricks, tactics and hacks to growing food for yourself, your family, and your community, as well as sharing stories here from the field and other growers and farmers making a difference in their local food webs. My name is Cody, and I will be your host. So let's get growing. Alright, episode 8, season 1 of the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. The show is brought to you by Simply and Easy Media, and this episode is sponsored by Simplistic Farms. Bringing fresh local produce, to West Michigan, one family at a time. Alright, so this week we're going to talk about giving them what they want, customer retention, and brand growth. But let me ask you, what do turkeys give thanks for on Thanksgiving? Vegetarians. <laughs> all right but what do you call a turkey the day after thanksgiving lucky (laughs) and i will take the bucket full of luck over fistful of talent any day of the week so let's jump right into this week's segment of this week on the farm believe it or not we did a little more harvesting and preserving i thought we'd be done by now but we had more out there than we thought this week was all about the beets and green onions we got the rest of the beets harvested there are no more out there. And the green onions, my wife went out and finished getting the rest of those. So those are being chopped up and put in the dehydrator. I'm not sure we may end up making some onion powder if we have enough. But um, yeah, so we're making the most of those. And so the only thing really left in the garden at this point would be the bed of carrots that I left in there intentionally. And they are getting sweet. I just tried one the other day. So we could probably harvest those anytime between now and January. Nope, they're still doing well. I did spend some time this week finishing up on the processing um, and sharing of the venison that we harvested. So I always do all my own processing, and I definitely love sharing some of the meat with friends and family. So we got that wrapped up this week as far as what we had done. We still have until the end of the month for rifle season. Kids want to get out and give it a shot. So we may have one or two more to cut up yet before the season is done. We'll see but it is definitely getting pretty cold. We managed to get another couple loads of firewood in this week, so that was good, and we are gearing up for Thanksgiving. That's this week, Thursday, so can't wait. Love Thanksgiving. Uh, we're preparing a big dinner. We're going to have dinner here this year. We're going to have the boys over and my brother and mom and stepdad, so it'll be a good time. Um, definitely enjoying time with friends and family. Uh, we're going to cook a big turkey. I think we're having a ham, and I I think I may even do a bacon-wrapped venison backstrap. I like to do a whole backstrap filled with cheese and hot peppers and wrap that bugger in bacon and cook it that way. And holy cow, I don't know if you'd want it any other way after that. Really looking forward to that on Thursday. Oh, it's going to be a great time with friends and family. So really looking forward to that. And I hope all of you get to enjoy the day feasting with friends and family and giving thanks for all the blessings that we get. Even amidst all the chaos, try to focus on that, especially on that day. But really, every day should be a day of thanks. I try to start my mornings that way, and it usually sets it off in the right direction. Definitely don't forget to think about and give thanks for the good things going on in our life as well. So, that being said, let's jump right into today's main topic of discussion. Give them what they want, retaining customers and building your brand. Now, Some might say those are two separate conversations, and they could be, but in this instance, I'm going to have to disagree. Because it's nearly impossible to grow your farm business, or any business for that matter, if you're not retaining customers and keeping them happy and coming back for more. So, question I guess would be, how do you do that? And today we're not actually talking about customer service or customer satisfaction. Because honestly, at this point, that has to be a given. That has to be there. But what I want to talk about today is why they come to you in the first place. You had something in particular that they want, or needed, or both. If this isn't your first rodeo and you've been at it a while, you've probably heard the riches is in the niches, right? Or or the riches is in the niches, meaning getting really specific at what your target audience or your customer base wants or needs. And then, of course, delivering on that every time. What product or service do you provide that you're known for and your customers keep coming back for? Right. That's the that's the question you want to ask yourself. For us, it's our salad mix. And if you've been following our YouTube channel at all or know us locally, you know that we make that with four different types of Salanova lettuce, spinach, kale, and maybe some seasonal spring greens. And it is delicious. You know, even though we run a CSA and try to diversify our sales outlets and offerings, we focus on our Salanova salad mix and have done that from the start. we really focused on quality control and promotion. So now, locally, when people think simplistic farms, They think salad mix, the best around. And that was done by design. Why? Because through our market research, we noticed that there was a gap in our local market there. And also, in all honesty, it's the most profitable crop we can grow per square foot. So not only were we able to fill a gap and set us apart from the rest of the local growers, we were also able to do that with our most profitable crops. So in that circumstance, it ended up being a win-win. And thankfully, I really do enjoy growing lettuce and salad greens. So that worked out well. So if you look at it, you know, we took market garden, small farm niche, but we really micro niche down to our salad mix. And that's what we focused our branding on. That's what we focused the majority of our promotion on. Rather than telling everybody, hey, we grow everything just like everybody else. Now, and this is true, whether you're building a farm business, starting a podcast, building a YouTube channel, really any type of business, you really want to get kind of laser focused on the exact problem, want, or need that you can create a solution for through your product or service. Now, a really good example of this would be our good friends over at Full Circle Farms. Now, they run a grass-fed beef operation, and that's kind of what they're known for. They also grow some great vegetables, but they've really niched down this year, and they've created a handmade soap business soap and skincare product line, and that's where the bulk of the promotions went. And now, because they've been consistent, when I think Full Circle Farms, my brain instantly jumps to their handmade soap line. So they've done a really good job of this, and you can find them over at MyCircleFarms.com. I think they're actually offering a special on their holiday bath and beauty boxes right now that I believe you can get delivered right to your door. So definitely jump over there and check them out. This isn't a sponsored ad, but I've been really impressed with what they have been able to do with that this year. So so go check them out over at MyFullCircleFarms.com. They're a great example of that because what we see is we often want to reach everybody in the market, but by doing that we end up reaching nobody because we haven't narrowed our focus down enough even to be noticed amidst all of the competition. We think by offering more we'll reach and sell more, but that usually isn't the case. I've heard that if you want to grow, it's much better to be a meaningful specific rather than a wandering generality. But here's the cool thing. Over the course of time, much like my friends over at Full Circle Farms, you can be known for more than one thing, right? They started off with grass-fed beef. That's what they've been known for. And now they're branching out, pushing their promotion in another direction, another specialty on their farm, which allows them to deliver another quality product to the market. Maybe one day we'll be able to get them on here as guests on the podcast. So if you haven't already, ask yourself those questions. Do the market research. Tighten down the laser. Focus on what you want your farm or brand to be known for. What problem do you solve? What product or service do you provide? That is the solution to that problem. My customers probably wouldn't be very happy if they came for a couple bags of fresh salad mix and I handed them a bag of carrots. Because that's not what they were expecting. That's not what they came for. That's not, that's not what we're known for. Now, will they take the carrots as an add-on with the salad mix? Absolutely. But it all starts with giving them what they want and what they came for. Yeah! Well, you know what that sound means, friends. It is time for our Farm and Garden Word of the Week. And our word of the week is compost tea. Now, what is compost tea? Is it A, a liquid produced by extracting beneficial microorganisms from compost using a brewing process? Is it B, made up of bacteria, fungi, protozoa, nematodes, and microarthropods? Or is it C, the perfect all-natural fertilizer for vegetable plants? Or is it D, all of the above? It is D, it is all of the above. Compost tea is a liquid produced by extracting beneficial microorganisms such as bacteria, fungi, protozoa, nematodes, and microorthopods from compost using a brewing process. And it is the perfect all natural fertilizer for vegetable plants. And it's definitely something we need to start utilizing a lot more here on our farm next season. Compost tea, learn all you can about it, it's definitely not going to hurt. So, I found this quote by Dennis DeYoung that really resonated with me, and it was this, Sometimes your limitations become your strengths, and it forces you to create your own niche. All right. well hopefully you've been inspired or entertained, learned something or laughed, and I truly hope you're enjoying the podcast, and as always, I cannot thank you enough for tuning in and joining me every week. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can message us over on Facebook at Simplistic Farms, LLC, or you can comment on YouTube at Simple Ain't Easy Simplistic Farms. You can also catch the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you'd like to help support the show or get involved with Project Feed Your Neighbor, there is a link in the show notes, or you can find us over at patreon.com at Patreon/Simplistic Farms. We hope you have a great week. Make somebody smile. And I'll talk to you on the next one.